Today's show is brought to you by Jen's Poshmark Boutique. High-end clothing at bargain prices for men, women, and also home goods. Brands such as Coach, Kate Spade, Norma Kamali, Giovanni, Levi's, Eddie Bauer, Skechers, and many more. As of today, she has 2,456 listings, so I'm sure you'll be able to find what you love. You can search by brand, by size, by type of clothing, by shoes, by boots. Easy way to find it, type in poshmark.com slash closet slash H-A-P-P-I-E-2-2, or just click on the link in the show notes. And let's get on with the show. Welcome to Two Two Podcast with your host Jen and Joe. And Jen is drinking. Hi, kids. Hi, everybody. I missed you. <laughs> How's your week going, my favorite listeners? So, we're in the Oliver House, very haunted location. We are. Yes. And Jen got a glass of wine. I had to have the spirits because the spirits are all around us right now. Yeah, for sure. So I had an energy reading with Brian Danhausen, yeah, who is a, right um, he's an empathic medium, he's an energy painter. It's so interesting what he does, he's like, reads your energy, and he puts music on his headphones, and then he paints what he feels. And it's so interesting because the energy that he pulled, or what he was feeling for me is like, you know, part of it is like, it's time for an awakening, mm-hmm. and he's saying you're not using your abilities and that you're just dabbling in it and he said it's either you dabble in it or you go full on yeah which is i thought was really interesting mm-hmm. because like i always like oh yeah sometimes i feel something and i just don't have the time to be open to the the spirits and all that yeah i just you know i'm like tired i'm tired and but that's what he's saying <laughs> yeah that's what he's saying and i i had a reading a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um, before we get into that though i want to do a shout out oh yes we love shout outs because we love our listeners. I want to shout out to Rachel you. Rutt. She is awesome. Hey, Rachel. We love you. She, Thanks for listening. She actually shares my Facebook stuff, Jen. Aww. How cool is That's that? That's so sweet. <laughs> no, she <Yeah>. is awesome. <laughs> and I just want to say hi. Hi, Hello. Rachel. Hey, girl. I know you're How listening. Are you? I know you're listening. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, no, it's great. You know, it's like... We love it when you guys share our show. Like, tell your friends about it. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, I'm trying to find a new podcast. I don't know what to listen to. Hey, we got 280-something shows. And we are on Pandora now. (gasps) Yay! After submitting the show over a year ago. I know. It's great. Everybody that's all the podcasters are saying, Pandora's so slow. But we're on. We're We're on. We're on now. Kids, we're in the club. But anyhow. We're all in the pool. A few weeks ago at Michigan Paracon, a couple things happened. One, I got a reading. Yeah, and you never had one. Mother Mary. Yep, or Mama Mary. And she basically said the same thing. She says, you have too many things going on. You're trying to do too many things at once. You need to slow down. Mm -hmm. The spirits are telling me to make you slow down and do one thing at a time. And I'm like, and she didn't know about all the projects I've got going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And she said, you need to focus on one thing at a time. And I've been saying that for a long time. You know, do one thing at a time. So... With that, I really am kicking down, or kicking myself in the butt and doing my 
financial coach training mm-hmm. by itself, and then I'll get this other stuff done. Great. But get the other thing that happened. Get it done. <laughs> but the other thing that happened, we had a chance to talk to Brian Cano. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was so cool because he actually had the booth right next to us. I know. Space. We're like celebrity is next to us. Yeah. We love it. We love it. And then he kept saying, oh, it's so cool you guys are next to me because I want to be next to celebrities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, if you guys don't know who Brian Cano is, he is currently on Paranormal. Caught uh, on Tape. Caught on Tape, mm-hmm. which, you know, has like been a huge phenomenon that show has really taken off and people love it they love to be able to see different things not just like okay we see this dust orb flying by in a video you're seeing really vetted videos there's paranormal there's ufo there's cryptid poltergeist activity like that stuff is amazing like it's scary to watch sometimes when you see like you Mm -hmm. know people in that one guy in england that he was videotaping his house and like the he pushed the dining room chair in and okay. it pulled back out oh, at yeah. him. And you, his reaction was so real. He like jumped. He was scared. He was just like so taken aback by mm-hmm. that. And then, you know, some of those videos that are on there is like, wow, it's amazing. It's just it's scary. You know, and it's sort of like that video for that we have on YouTube of you I know. from a f- many years ago. We were at the Collingwood Arts Center, and in the bottom of the Collingwood Arts Center is the room called the Death Room, and that's where, when the Collingwood Arts Center was a convent, Mm -hmm. if a nun would pass away during the winter, obviously back then they couldn't dig up a space to to bury her because they didn't have... The ground was frozen here in the Midwest. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You know, they used to have to dig by hand. So they would actually put the nun's body in this room in the basement, and... That room now is known as the death room because of that. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of activity happens in that room. And a lot of activity happens in the basement, especially yeah. in the uh, laundry room and stuff. And I didn't know this, but I remember telling you guys about when we were in the Collingwood Arts Center and I had a wall pushed over on me. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to Harold about it. Ask Harold that that same day is the day that Harold and Butch were in the basement by the death room and a wall got pushed yep. over on them yep. it was the same day i didn't know that until just a couple of weeks ago yeah so getting back to the story in that death room i was videotaping jen doing an investigation one night and i was using my old video camera that doesn't have any lights on it uh-huh. it's not an infrared or nothing it's just an old i want to say old but you know it's a modern oh, yeah. it has the sd card in it and it's a canon camera with no lights I was videotaping her, so I was using a flashlight. And while I was using the flashlight, I wasn't look, really looking at the screen. I was looking at where the light was because mm-hmm. then I could see if a bug or a piece of dust yeah. went through that light beam. And I could say, Mark, you know, light. Mm-hmm. That turned out to be one of the most awesome videos. That And you know me. I, I'm, I know what orbs are. I know right. all that. You're a photographer. But this, you understand flash this video and you guys are gonna have to look this up on our youtube page it's it's older so you have to scan back a little bit (laughs) and i think it was called spirits entering gen or something i named it something weird but in that video you can actually see a light anomaly appear out of nowhere come out of jen's head float out of the room and a big one this thing if it was something i would have saw it in that light yeah in the light from the flashlight Things were happening all the time in that video. There were 
orbs moving, or I shouldn't say orbs, light anomalies moving back and forth and mm-hmm. back and forth. And I was trying to be my best to where if I saw something, I would say something. Yeah. And I didn't see anything. Yeah. And finally, we were like, we're skunked. We started we walking out of the room. <laughs> yeah. And when we walked out of the room, I started panning the room. And just as I left Jen, you could see a light anomaly or an orb or whatever you want to call it. Go into Jen and you can hear Jen say, oh, it just got cold. Yeah. And you know what? how that ties into Paranormal Con on Tape? How? Because I sent them my videotape and they never played it on the air. <laughs> and like, they're going to play this on the air. It's so good. It's so, <laughs> it's like compelling evidence. Nothing. And just as we were saying that, yeah. Mr. John Tenney walked I past know, us and he smiled good at me. Today. And I smiled back mm, at him. John Tenney, hey. You guys don't know who John Tenney is? Look him up. He wow. is unbelievable. Wow, wow. And for some reason, <laughs> he's not wearing a tie. I know. It's kind of hot. <laughs> So he was getting back to Brian. Way. Sorry. Brian and John. Speaking of hot. Brian and John Tenney <laughs> Brian have worked Kendall, together. Hello. Gorgeous. Did I say that out loud? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian has been a producer on, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 video that we know of. Yeah. Plus he has been on countless other TV shows. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he is doing Paranormal Caught on tape right now. Yeah. So get up on wherever you get that from. It's on, what channel is that on? Is that History Channel or is that? Uh, it's Travel Channel. Travel Channel. Yeah. Okay, get on the Travel Channel. See, Brian. But let's get into the interview. We've been babbling for nine minutes here. But, uh, but anyways, let's get into the interview, and we'll be right back. Good morning from Michigan Paracon 2021. We have the amazing, the incredible Brian Cannon with us. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning, guys. Oh, it's early. You? We're sorry. We all have our morning voices. Yes. We do. It's uh, it's that gravel that only comes from a night of debauchery. <laughs> well, and of course, being in a smoky casino. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly mostly that. <laughs> How are you? What's new? Tell me everything. I want to know. Oh, everything. Yeah. Is this a uh, 48-hour podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, oh, let's see what has been going on. You've been I think traveling. I well, I have been. Okay. I've been traveling with my history of the paranormal mobile exhibit, mm, and amazing. the goal is to get to all fifty states. And what it is, so many people watch the TV shows, they get interested in the paranormal, they form teams, they do a lot of uh, investigating, but they don't realize that you know. This was a thing way before the advent of the TV shows. Mm -hmm. There were people doing this. There were names and organizations that you really need to know to have a good foundation so that Mm -hmm. you understand what's come before. And I always say, in order to move forward, sometimes you have to look back. Oh, yeah. For sure. I always say, get back to the basics. Like the Beatles says, get back. Yeah. Get yes, back. For sure. What? Um, how many states have you been to? Have you been to Ohio yet? Ohio? Ooh, no, not yet. Come um, on down. I've, I've been to <laughs> currently six states. The okay. seventh state is uh, scheduled for this November at the Hearthside House Museum in, in Rhode Island. And again, the goal is all 50 states. So I'm kind of doing things right now in the New England area because it's close to me. Mm-hmm. But targeting the Midwest targeting Texas, targeting the West Coast for 2022 and 23. Wonderful. Now, you're famously on some of the most um, prolific paranormal shows. How has that changed your view on paranormal investigating? I feel like everything's, 
It, it, oh, it definitely has. It definitely has. I feel like it's an evolution because, as so many of us do, we start just with our own beliefs. Mm -hmm. And there's a bit of confirmation bias in that, well, we just investigate almost to back up those beliefs. And there comes a turning point where you start being challenged in a way that, oh, this doesn't fit. How do I reconcile this? And what does it mean to my worldview? So for me, uh, I started out on a cable access show uh, that we did in our hometown of Staten Island called Scared on Staten Island. Oh, okay. And it was mostly urban exploration. Yeah. So that urban exploration... Um, I couldn't, you see, I can't even front, I can't even say, oh, we were paranormal investigators, <laughs> but we were looking into ghost stories. Yeah. And we did this in 2002. So there was no ghost hunters, no ghost adventures. There was nothing really on TV to mimic. Uh, so we just did our best. And it was shaky cam. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, you need a drama meme to really view it these days. <laughs> but as we went on, we evolved. And then I ended up on Haunted Collector. Traveling, you know, the, the United States with the old man taught me a lot. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, John is a repository of paranormal knowledge that you can't get in one sitting. It really takes it really takes a lifetime to crack that man. Um, now I'm on paranormal caught on camera, and I feel like, all right, it's 2021. I started doing this in 2002. If 2002 Brian and 2021 Brian had a conversation, we would be very different. We would oh, not agree on all that. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, what sparked your interest in this? Did you have some kind of experience when you were young, or was it just a, a curiosity? I feel like I was always interested in it. I mean, when you're a kid, for the most part, you don't have very many skeptical kids. Mm -hmm. Kids believe in everything. Yeah, that's true. You've got, and that's the thing, they've got Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, insert deity. Yeah. And they grow up thinking the world is a magical, wonderful place. And something happens when you grow up, it gets beaten out of you yeah. Yeah. to the point where it's all about politics and taxes and your commute. And what I love about the paranormal is that... That's so prophetic. You, you get some of that wonder back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I first got into it, I was a skeptic because I had just gotten out of college. I'm in the workplace. I'm very jaded and I'm a New Yorker so I'm cynical by nature okay. but approaching it in the way that I did I got back that kid that I used to be yeah. uh, who used to watch In Search Of with Leonard Nemo yes, yes. oh my gosh and I, Black Mass Monster <laughs> I tell people all the time I would watch those end credits and I still remember them to this day and you would see Stonehenge you'd see Loch Ness you'd see Bigfoot I'm like when I get older I'm going to do that yeah. yes. not realizing that what would, would go into doing that. Mm -hmm. So many people of our generation, that show inspired them immensely. Oh, it's an amazing. It's, yeah. it's, I didn't realize how influential it was until I looked back on it recently. Yeah. I mean, you had figures on there like Hans Holzer. You had, you know, the people of the day doing the work. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Have you ever had, and I like to ask this of all our guests, have you ever had that Oh bleep moment in investigation like this this is not happening this your scariest or most frightening or most surprising experience <laughs> I, I I've had lots of bleep moments but for me when something occurs 
that gives the regular person a fight or flee response. Mm -hmm. I don't fight. I don't flee. I freeze. Oh, okay. okay. And okay. that's that's my brain then trying to work it out, trying to figure out, trying to go. Oh, okay. What's going on here? What's happening? And on Haunted Collector, the producers hated it because they want you know TV. They want yeah, the oh, oh, run or oh, dude. What is that? Yeah. yeah. Ratings. <laughs> and I would freeze, and I I would look around, and they're like, okay. Brian, what's going on? Uh, and then they would take you to your OTF. They would interview you. They'd say, well, Brian, were you scared? I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I was scared. It's just, you know, that's, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And instead of running from it, I'm going to run towards it. Mm -hmm. And I've had, I've had many of those instances over my uh, uh, years doing this. But because I try to figure it out, I always want to deconstruct the situation. I always want to, you know, I'm that person. I watch a magic show. I want to know how it's done. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to see where the seams are, where the apparatus is, like what's being hidden where. Yeah. Uh, so for me, the paranormal is the same way. It's, it's a magic trick that I'm trying to figure out the truth of. Yeah. Do you notice that the more you dig into this, the more you figure out that there's so many different rabbit holes to go down. It's, it, it's almost like saying, the more you learn, the less you know. Well, that's very true. And because when you get a fact, when you discover something, that just sparks more questions, you then have to go track down each one of those things to find the truth behind it. And it's, it's an, it's an ever-evolving thing. And for us to think that we'll ever know everything yeah. is, you know, it's bordering on, on lunacy because that would be, all right, you're omnipotent and omniscient. And, of course, we know everything. No, we don't know. It. We know nothing. Yeah. You know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> and it's like... We all, one of the things that we're, I'm fascinated with right now is technically science cannot prove the existence of spirits and all that. We have all this equipment. We can't prove that this actually is real, but yet, as in like paranormal caught on video and all that, it's there, right there in front of us. And we still, we cannot say, yes, that's real, but yet when we experience stuff, we know it. It's real. It's happening. While the statement is true, the intent behind it, well, there's so many things we can't see that obviously exists. Yeah. Radio waves, gamma waves, all the, the different spectrum of light that's out there. So much of the human experience, we're dealing with this this machine that we're in, mm -hmm. this, 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 this car that our spirits are driving around. Yeah. And the car can only do what it was designed to do, and yet there's so much more out there. And to talk about truth to talk about reality and to talk about facts. Mm -hmm. They're all similar but very different things in the respect that what our truth is today, tomorrow, if we get more information that can modify <laughs> that, it, it by very definition has to change our truth and we have to be able to roll with that. Yeah. And right now we're seeing in the world People don't want to be flexible in that respect, in that they're choosing sides, they're putting on jerseys, and they're going down with the ship. Yeah. And this is true in politics, in, in, in healthcare, in pretty much everything right now mm -hmm. going on in the world. And yet here we are in the paranormal, and we say respect and intent and for some love and light, and yet we don't display it in our everyday dealings with each other. So there's there's a stalling of our evolution in that respect but just on an investigation I feel like 52 weekends out of the year we're running around yeah. just doing but where is it all leading to where's the information where's the data that will then 
get us to the next step and the next and the next and the next. And I always tell people, look, you know, I want people to think more and do less. Okay. Uh, this is something I call paralosophy. It's a lot. It's kind of a philosophy mixed in with applying it to the paranormal. Yeah. And you know, guys, we don't half the, half the time we don't know why we're doing what we're doing. Why do we use EMF detectors? Yeah. Well, I see it on TV. Well, why why do they use it? Mm-hmm. They know why they're using it. Do you? <laughs> um, and I want people to really question everything that we assume is true. There's a lot of Hollywood paranormal, yeah. aka cold spots, orbs. Uh, everything's a demon. The universe is so rich and so vast that we understand only a fraction. And, you know, you get Carl Sagan who's like, there's millions and billions of stars. And it's like, yeah, just think of that number. Mm -hmm. And then put yourself in it and realize how small we are. Yeah. It's like they they found the first exoplanet in around 94. And now they realize that almost every single star has planets around it. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for it to to not spawn some life out there. And yeah. what I what and this is the thing that I love about being on Paranormal Caught on Camera. It's forced me to evolve okay. because I was very much a ghosts and spirits guy. That yeah. was my area of the paranormal. But now I have to study ufology. Yeah. I have to look into cryptozoology. And now I know a little more about each of those things, and I see they're interconnected. They're mm-hmm. related. Uh, this is not a choose one and just stay on that path. And, I mean, here we are at Michigan Paracon. Yesterday, I just sat on a UFO panel with Nick Redfern, uh, you know, Bill Konkoleski. These are figures that I, I shouldn't be on that panel. <laughs> oh, nice. But just in my work in doing a little bit, all right, I'm the new guy. I'm the novice on the UFO scene. But mm-hmm. just the fact that, all right, again, 10 years ago, if you had said, hey, Brian, UFOs, I wouldn't have known anything. Yeah. But I've had to adjust. And I think we're all doing that at our yeah. own pace. And that's what's great about coming to conventions is that, like this one, you're not just getting ghosts. You're not just getting UFOs. You're getting a broad gamut of all of different types of the paranormal, mm-hmm. cryptids, you know, elementals, spiritual, and it's very loud, sorry, <laughs> apologize. We have very sensitive mics. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, have you, is there any place that you have not been yet that you are just dying to get into and investigate? And do, do you, like, on your off time, just go and investigate? I do. Or you only go when you're book for an event I do go places on my own it's on my own time but it's it's not something that I'll advertise or broadcast because I don't feel everything needs to be shared yeah I don't think everything needs to be out there I know there's uh, and again you can't fault the enthusiasm but I tell people I'm like look you don't need to stream everything everything doesn't need to be live stop it Yes. And again, think more, do less. So if you're busy going, hey fam, we're here at this place and it's great, and oh, that er, er, like and subscribe, <laughs> you're not paying attention to where you are. You're missing out on the entire reason you've gone. So yeah, I, I do. I do things on my own. Um, I don't necessarily have a wish list anymore because I feel like you don't need to go to a haunted, you know, quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes on, yeah. on the <laughs> podcast, but you don't need to go to a haunted location to experience the paranormal because it's everywhere. Yeah. Where we are, they are. But that being said, there's some amazing history at these locations that just by learning what it's about, you can enrich your knowledge of, of both humanity, uh, who we are, where we're going. 
but if I had to pick a place, yeah. uh, I would say the White House. Nice. Because yeah. just the amounts of world events that have been guided, planned, executed, the pressure of the, the people who work there, the, the presidents who, who have been there, who, you know, they go in there, they're there for four years, they come out with gray hair. Right. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. The pressure is enormous, and that leaves behind a mark. Not to mention the secrets. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And the history. And that's yes. one of the reasons, too, why we get into the paranormal is you get to go into these places that nobody else gets to go into. Absolutely. And preserve the history because mm-hmm. some of these places depend on the, the um, ghost hunting to supplement to keep these places open for future generations. So. Yeah. This is what actually you're leading to something that's that's been very on my mind lately. There's, you know, we all hear, hear the term power unity. Yeah. And everyone has thoughts on it. And usually when someone says it, there's more often than not a grumble. Like, <laughs> And why is that? That's because I feel a lot of people talk the talk, mm-hmm. but don't walk the walk. So is it a real thing? And that being said, I've seen several people out there, several organizations, trying to get exclusivity yeah. over haunted locations. And I have some colorful words to say about <laughs> that, but I feel like that's that's bad form. That's just... It's ego. It's the antithesis of power unity, and especially for the haunted locations and the historical locations, they do not benefit from your team having an exclusivity contract over that. And if you don't want to share with everyone else, don't dare use the word power unity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, it's, you know, I always say, like, when people talk about power unity, I just think of ego. People, there's a lot of ego in in some of these teams and it's like it doesn't have to be like that right well here's the thing i mean i've gone i've gone to places and local teams have said okay only we are allowed to come in here and i feel like that's like you said it's an ego thing why would like what do they think they're accomplishing and the gall of the request and even for the location to humor it because that's that's putting a leash on them like imagine any of the, the places that we love to go Ohio State Reformatory, the Lizzie Borden House, uh, Rolling Hills Asylum. Imagine if uh, you, you want to go there and they say, oh, sorry, you know, um, Joe Smith over there says you can't come in here. You'd be like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I heard you on your podcast and you said this. Oh, believe me, we heard it before. And that's the same. Yeah. That fair. is the same thing with podcasts. We go to these conventions and we hear all the time, oh, there's other podcasts that are like, good. So There's room enough for all of us. There's enough ghosts for all of us. And again, I've been pushing this. Uh, I mean, the world's largest ghost hunt is coming up again Mm -hmm. next month. I'm I'm a part of that. And I really believe in this one team. Yeah, we're in many places, but we're one team. We should act as it. And that doesn't mean we always have to agree or get along. But you know what? Make an effort. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Well, we really appreciate your time today. I know it was a sacrifice getting you away from your table. (laughs) Oh, with the the (laughs) hordes. Our next door neighbor. (laughs) But no, you know, we we appreciate what you do and continue what to do what you do because we think you're putting a positive message out about the paranormal and and the way that you investigate. You know, it's it's a class act, Brian. Yeah. Thank you. And I have to say, I was watching you last night in my room. On TV. <laughs> on TV. We saw you on TV. I was watching you last night outside your window. Yes. 
but I mean, I have the suction, suction cup hands on the window. Sorry, I'm, I'm a stalker. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't not come on this because I mean, two, two, two paranormal podcast. <laughs> I was born on February 22nd, so uh, it's wait, it's, wait, it's, it's my numbers. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold up, your birthday is February 22nd. Just like George Washington. Yes. I want to see your driver's license, and we're going <laughs> to compare right now because guess. <laughs> what? Why would this is I lie? great for live. Dun 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 dun. We have the same birthday, Brian Cano. Really? <laughs> February twenty second. That's why I named the show the two two two. George Washington, Drew Barrymore. But guess what? What? I grew up on Valley Ford Street. <laughs> oh. Born on George Washington's birthday. Okay. Okay. They Very almost cool. named me Georgiana. Can you imagine? <laughs> that, Can you imagine? That would have been different. Things would have gone well, differently for you. Well, happy birthday for all of your two twenty two birthdays. Two twenty two. It was meant to be. See, this is like synchronicity. <laughs> Serendipity. <laughs> But no, really, appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing, and we will talk to you at the next convention. Sounds great, guys. See you. All right. Thank you. All right. So, yeah, that was cool. It was you know, so neat meeting Brian. Yeah, you know, he's super knowledgeable about paranormal. He's a really down-to-earth guy. Super nice. Like, if you guys go to a convention and you, like, maybe feel intimidated, go up to, just go up to him. He's, like, one of the yeah. nicest guys. He's funny. And we have the same birthday. Yes. I still can't believe I made him show my his driver's license. <laughs> I want to see your driver's license. And he pulled it out. And I laughed because Prove I was it was like, me. <laughs> I pulled mine out too. I'm like, we have the same birthday. Of course, he's three years younger than me. He's a youngin. He's just a youngin. He's a baby. He's a youngin. Compared to old shorty here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating myself because I'm 50 now, right? <laughs> I've turned 50, but I look good. Um, anyways. No, you know, it's just, it's it's really interesting because he's been in this for a very long time. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's probably seen a million videos mm-hmm. in, in producing videos. So, you know, it's like, there's a great opinion about um, these videos that are on there. Like, some of that stuff, you just can't explain it. You no, cannot you can't. explain it. It's so interesting. And I mean, I know some of them, I look at the video and go, what, that ain't this CGI, way. But CGI, CGI. I didn't take the video, so I don't know. I can't say that. Yeah, you have you know? to think about the context, mm-hmm. when, who, where, what factors were there, like what type of equipment it was recorded exactly. on. You know, that I think that makes a difference of cell phone versus a actual oh, camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, especially with the UFO videos because you can only zoom in so much with your cell phone. And the problem with the cell phones is they're constantly trying to focus. Yeah, yeah. The way that the focusing works on cell phones mm-hmm. is completely different than a regular SLR camera, single mm-hmm. lens reflex, like mm-hmm. the ones that professional photographers use. Right. Because the way they focus, it, lots of times that too, that you can manually focus and keep that UFO or whatever in focus instead okay. of it coming in and out of focus yeah. like you see with a video camera yeah. or with a cell phone. That's cool. So yeah. anyhow. I love that show. I mean, I do. I, I can watch that show all day long. We do. <laughs> and it, the weirdest thing, and you, like I said in the interview, the weirdest thing is I went back up to the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And because we're trying something different, folks. Me and Jen are actually eating healthy and taking food and drinks to the conventions. I know. It's instead no of fun. buying. It's no fun. Uh, I know. But it's also a lot cheaper I and know. quicker. <laughs> We've been to conventions where we go to get food and it's like over an hour. Hours. But so I went back up to the room to get some food and some glass of uh, some pop. Some soda. Soda. 
We call it pop in the Midwest. Yeah. Like, if you're from Ohio, it's pop. But, like, if you're from other states, <laughs> it's soda. <laughs> but anyhow, I went back up to the room, and his show was on. And as I walked in, he's on TV talking. <laughs> you're I'm like, like, Brian Cano's in minute. my hotel room, yet he's at my ta- the table his, next to me. I heard his voice in my hotel oh, room. Oh, yeah. that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> But anyhow, we let this show go long enough, folks. Yeah. Um, Thank you, guys. We have a few things that we we want you to do. You must go up to our website. On our website, on our front page, you'll see a button. Just below play, it says Jen's Potchmark page. Click on that button. Check out all of Jen's stuff. She has some amazing clothing at great deals. Well, it's if you like Kate Spade, if you like... Oh, gosh, Vineyard Vines, if you like Columbia, if you like North Face. They have a lot of, like, cool and interesting things. And there's some spooky and paranormal stuff, too. Yeah. So, like, if you like ghosts on your shirts or skulls on your shirt, check it out. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot, everyone, and we will talk to you next week. Hey, everybody. Goodbye. Love you. See ya. Bye.